0: Aloha, and welcome to Wisdom Dialogues with Hope Johnson, coming to you from Hawaiian Sanctuary on the beautiful Big Island of Hawaii. Yes! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: you don't have any goals except the goal to awaken. That's the only goal. You, you, see, you see how being aware of what your goal is in the moment releases all the stress and tension about the bullshit that you seem to have to do mm-hmm. or anything that you seem to have to accomplish, right? Now, one of my friends was asking, well, what if my goal is to um, be and uh, be free of... Having to do taxes and and you know, Babylon stuff, basically. Free of Babylon stuff. But if my goal is to be free of Babylon, but then I have this conflict. And that, you know, that's how it is. It's like there's these contradictions in the in the illusion. I have this conflict, so I really want to run, run this website. And the only way I can do it on Shopify or whatever platform she's on, is you gotta fill out tax forms to start out. That's like the first thing that you do. So she's going, I but I have this conflict. And you know. When you will take into account that you cannot judge anything that you seem to do or that you're led to do, whatever you, are, whatever you find yourself doing, that is the thing for you. So you don't have to put any kind of concepts into it. Like, oh, I don't do that. Even if you go with joy immediately, you just know exactly what it is. And look, it's not for even avoiding anything. It's not for getting anything or avoiding anything. It's just a matter of will you accept a peace when it's offered to you, which is every moment. So it's not about, like, what will I do? It's about how will I be with it? How am I willing to look at this, you know? It's so, it seems so uh, so easy to forget that we're dreaming. Mm-hmm. We're dreaming it all up, you know? And I'm glad people ask me a bunch of questions, you know? And they ask me the questions, and I know, okay that's dreaming and here's how you wake up out of that and it's like none of us are fully awake if we were we wouldn't have a perception okay and we wouldn't be able to be perceived so the whole point of dreaming is to undo what's causing the dreaming and actually wake up so all the things in the perception are coming up to us in that way you know Another one is, let's say, regret, okay? The idea of regret, just the idea of it is completely unreasonable. If you look at it as far as anything you see or have a perception of yourself or anyone doing is never even done. It's dreamed, See, how can you regret something in a dream? Can you regret something in a dream? I mean, do you guys do that? Do you wake up in the morning after a dream, a nighttime dream, and go, oh, I really regret that I made that decision to throw that baby in the garbage can in my dream, you know?
1: Oh, wow. No, but I'm still pissed at the people that do shit to me. (laughs) Right. I'm like, I don't even want to talk to that person. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. Uh, I'm so thankful that I realized it was a dream. Dream, yeah. yeah, I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I thought I saw people... Even in the room. Yes. Know, that, but I knew it wasn't. It was part of the illusion. Yes. You know, and then I'm like, oh, thank goodness, they,
0: it wasn't real. Yeah. In the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And and that's the same as this. That's really, you know, that really defines what a miracle is. You know, you that relief that you get for recognizing that it's a dream. Just like when you, you know, when you wake up out of a nighttime dream and it's it's super hairball, whatever it is that you like, seem like you did. Maybe you got some stuff that you regret in there. You know. Um, and, and you wake up, and you're like, thank goodness I didn't do any of that shit, you know. <laughs> it's the same thing, really. If you're taking it as real, it's as if you did something. You may be perceiving that you're dealing with consequence, consequences of something that you thought you did, but that's also dreamed. So, you know, you're asked to kind of be lucid in your dream and see that you are dreaming within the dream. You know, to see that you are dreaming, notice that, you know, when you wake up from this, you're going to be so relieved that none of it ever happened. But don't worry about any of the perceived consequences, because nothing has a cause and effect, really, that you perceive in the world. So even the consequences that you perceive are being projected by the same mind that projected that cause. It's projected, though. It's like right now. That's just being projected. So knowing that it's dream you can take the mental pause you can get the relief off of these thoughts and they're they're incessant you guys
2: as as the enlightened one it's easy to say that and easy to be that because then you know that that is but as long there's to as long as you if you're not in that place because my mind believes certain things to be real
0: nope i don't accept that Okay. Okay, because you're acting it like it yeah, because you're acting like someone's the enlightened one. That's not you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple ass choice that you make in the moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyone can do it. A little kid can do it. It's a choice, really. You know, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind. That thing's got no power. You, in the moment, are giving the mind power by saying the mind, and as if that thing has some fucking power over you. It doesn't okay so you know it's like it's like remembering i'm making this up and it's not like oh, i can't stop making it up it's like i'm you know it's like maybe at first it's like that you know you're like oh what the fuck i can't stop making this thing up i don't want it to be like that but you know it's going to get more like playful like i'm making this up good thing i'm making this so, up you're going to hear yourself say about this mind giving power to this mind this ego mind basically so another is question giving power to, to ask
2: just knowing who you are so as you as as I know who I really am, that's all there really is.
0: And you know what? In the moment, you know who you are. Yes. You know who you are. You're being deceived, but you're deceiving yourself. You totally know who you are. You, you, you know you're making a choice, and the choice is just the choice is just out of fear. It's like this gripping this fear of losing something, but you know. All power to you. Don't don't give your power to this guy called mind. This is really the ego that you're giving power to. So you know, and and there is no ego. It's not even a thing. It It can't have any power over you. But it's just like constantly giving this ego power as if you're powerless. See, you're never gonna see that way as if making it as if you're powerless. As long as you're making it as if you're powerless. You can't see nothing in the world that matters that you seem to do you could be shooting heroin every day okay and like drinking a bunch of coffee whatever it is to you that seems like the worst thing to do you will see if you're willing to see that's all it is but you know when you're taking when you're acting like you're victimized by this mind thing it's like no way it's like saying i'm unwilling to see i'm choosing to be less powerful than that which i perceive See? Yes. it's like it's kind of it's, it's like comedy it's really for laughing at whenever the ego speaks the idea that uh, you you want to be a certain way but you got this mind it's like it, it's like when you really own it it's like exactly whatever it is that's perfect for you whatever it seems to be even if it seems to be ignorant the self-image that you make up the self-image that you made up it's not even a thing at all. It, even if it seems to be ignorant, it's for you to extend love to it because it's neutral. But you're making it this thing that can't see and that then, you know, in an in a, a illusion that's based on belief, a dream that's based on belief, that becomes true for you. It becomes your reality and you can't see out of it from that position There's no way you can see out of it while you're making yourself powerless. See? So that voice that's saying you're powerless is a comedic voice. You could actually just laugh at that. Because, you know, you made it to be comedic, really. But you get to take it seriously as long as you want to take it seriously.
1: I have a quick question about dreams like we were saying in the dream like yeah you go, to, you go to bed at night you have a dream you wake up you know people interpret their dreams so they're giving value to the symbols mm-hmm. that are in the dream so to interpret that it's more or less continuation of the daydream like during the daytime that's but right' it's symbolic yes but how would you would you say that there is any value though in those symbols or those dreams
0: it depends on the way you're you? looking. It really depends on the way you're looking. Like, how are you using it? Are you using it to gain something in the world? That's the question. Because when you're using these symbols to try to gain something in the world, to try to get what you think you want, that's the ego's game. It doesn't matter what it is. This manifesting thing, it's an ego game. Look, the manifesting is presenting itself in exactly what way you need for awakening. The manifesting is your curriculum. You're not in charge of that. The, this whole thing, you know, with all the manifesting and stuff like that, it seems like it's some kind of a, a, a trick for people who are thinking, yeah, I want to be spiritual and I also want to have everything in the world. I want to have everything of the world. I want it, I want it all. It's like a big old ego game, you know. Uh, you're, you're not in charge of that. So it depends on what you would use it for. Would you use it for seeing you know, I've had I've had dreams before that have been epic, just epic for seeing, and that's what I use them for. You know, it's like seeing how um, oh, I really don't need that uh, that thought that uh, that bondage that I didn't realize I was in until I had that dream. That's freaking awesome. Or it's something will be released just as you're using the the world that you perceive in your waking dream. You can use it in your dreams at night, too. And things can get worked out in those dreams, you know. Um, they just don't need to be um, overanalyzed or, you know, make sure it's joyful. You get called to look at and view whatever it is that feels joyful to you. And you don't have a choice in it. You know, all you can do is take a pause and see how you feel, really. Like, you just take a pause and see how you feel. (laughs) And then the the choice is going to be like a a choice that resonates with a good feeling. Because whenever you see how you, when you just see how you feel, tension gets released. That's the way it is. It's kind of like mist in the sun because that's your awareness, right? And this stuff is is like stuff you're holding on to that you don't need. And it's always there. Anytime you check in and you see how you feel, there's something to be released. And there's something that does get released. When you look at how you feel, like noticing how those thoughts are making you feel, that's all you need to know. It's not like you need to learn anything. It's not like that. It's not like you need to understand anything either. It's not like that. It's just a choice that that is not you, what's talking and seems to be upsetting. <laughs> that's, it's not even about you. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It's, a, it's like an invitation to support corruption, and that's how all the corruption in the world is supported is it you know it's like every one of us we're all kind of like cells in this uh but there's only one of us so it's like all cells in one body let's say um and and all the cells feel and sense all the things that all the cells are going through and all the cells help to kind kind of like process that and excrete the waste right it's like it's like none of this is personal. It all just pops up like pop 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 pop, and none of it's personal. But you know the, the common thing is is to think that we're not there yet to lessen ourselves. See, and that you know that gives rise to um, these uh, idolizing, like you know idolizing different people. You know, people get gurus and stuff like that, and thinking that they're way better in their way. Uh, they, they, you know, they're this, they're this thing. And the thing is, you guys, that is you. You can't project anything that's not you. So if you get the perception that someone that you perceive that you in your world is, a, is enlightened, that's you. You could say that whatever your perception of them is, that's a, a potential that's in you for you, really, that that person isn't there the way you think you see them. It's not like that. We're all dreaming separate dreams, having completely separate dreams. There's only one of us, but we're dreaming separate dreams. We're all dreaming of each other as if we've separated, as if we are guilty, because we have the perception that we are guilty, so we can only perceive our brothers and sisters uh, by reflecting off of their guilty self-belief. See? It's like we're perceiving their guilty self-belief through our guilty self-belief. None of us are the way we seem. We're not the way we seem. So it's all just for teaching and learning. Whatever whatever seems to come into the experience. And it's all your mind teaching and your mind learning. Because there's only one mind. And we help each other. You can kind of say, you know, like that saying, we Uh, hold each other's hands and walk each other home, something like that, Um, you know, in the way that we are willing to extend love. And so, you know how, you know, it's, it said a lot about self love and stuff like that. Well, it, it can only be, uh, it can only be extended if you will receive it for yourself first. And everyone that you get a perception of is yourself. So it's like, would you extend it to them? What if they're calling you all kinds of names and, smearing your name all over Facebook will you still extend it uh, to them that's always the question it doesn't really matter what seems to be happening on the surface that's nothing uh, because of what it's all for so my friends were asking me this week so did you I don't know if you guys know about it. I had this nigger post on Facebook where I just said nigger like seven times on, on a heart background right um, and and, uh, and my friends are like so what uh, so like is that get, on Valentine's
1: Day?
0: <laughs> Was it close? <laughs> it might have been the week before. I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, yeah, okay, the week before. Uh, so then my friends were like, hey, did you get to, what was, the, what was the backlash like on that? And I go, well, there isn't any really. You know, it's, it's kind of entertaining. You know, some people think there's backlash. They think they're backlashing me, you know. And, uh, but, but it's like when you know that you projected that whole scenario, the people and everything like that. You're just grateful for whatever it is that they uh, want to share with you. You know, if they're if if they're pained by that and they want to share with you, it's like I can receive that as a feeling, not as something to make me upset. Feelings can be embraced easily, because our because our energy field can be extended expanded to cover the the whole everything that can be perceived and beyond. So it's like we can uh, uh, just choose to embrace the feeling you know when someone comes to me with an upset feeling and you know they seem like they're being really racist toward me calling me a racist (laughs) you know there's like a a, there's like a a reaction that arises and that reaction is for embracing is for healing and that's you know so that all of my interactions are are loving you know all of my interactions anything I anything I put on the on, on the on social media or anything like that, the way it is, like, hey, you guys, laugh at this. Let's play with this. This is fun. Look how we've been using it. Let's have, let's play with. Let's let's reclaim everything that we use to hurt ourselves. How about that? Let's just reclaim these things that we use to hurt ourselves and each other and everything like that. Not make these things as if they're. Uh, 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 oh, I want this privilege, one of my friends was saying, uh, well, there's, there seems to be this thing where there's this privilege, like that word is only reserved for a certain group of people. And it's like, oh, that's so interesting. What an insulting privilege to accept. Do we know? You know, uh, you guys are the only ones that can say this word, and here's what it means. You're fucking ignorant. How about that? Like, that's the definition of it. It's just just for um, seeing that all of this stuff is meaningless nonsense. We take this stuff so seriously, so personally. Another one, one of my friends saw, aloha, one of my friends saw what other what other friends were uh what other friends were saying uh, uh <laughs> we got a little puppy in here i don't know how that happened but i really
2: uh, you projected
1: it yeah yeah
0: <laughs> we do <laughs> so one of my friends was saying when she saw all this stuff about me and it was like really vile and really angry and threatening and all this stuff and she's like I just felt so scared. I was so upset. I didn't I didn't know what to do. I felt like they don't see you. They don't know what you're doing. They don't understand and all this stuff. And then she said she it just occurred to me, oh my God, hope is totally just fucking around. She doesn't even care. <laughs> and she just got all this relief. She's just like mm-hmm. all like she's like she's like then I realize you're just laughing over there. You know, you don't even mind. I've been like yeah exactly. You know, uh, some someone told me you're you're going to have to do this, uh, you know, laundry list of PC stuff before I'll, I'm ever going to get out of this mess. And I was just like, interesting, you know. I was like, okay, that doesn't need a response, you know. sure <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I look at it. Every yeah, day. Uh, you. You, you know, and it's and it's like it's like this, you guys. It's it, it's always presented as if there's a problem. And the person that's presenting it as if there's a problem to you, they need a hug. So energetically, they're just getting a hug, right? It's like, it's like, and that means basically refraining from the projecting. Because in the only way you can refrain from it is when you know that it can only hurt you. So refraining from the projecting like, oh, they just don't understand. There's no one there to understand. They just don't understand. Um, they're just ignorant. They're this. They're that. They're this. They're, there's no one there. This is how you see through the illusion. You just keep on noticing. There's not anyone there, for that, right? And and you know, I was like, there was some communication through um, through Facebook Messenger where people were going, um, "Hey, this is the worst. You're the worst. You're the worst person Aww. ever. Um, you know, you should be hung by your toes." I don't know exactly how they said it. Um your your white Who are they? I, Who are they? and that, isn't that you
2: part of you there's nobody there so what is all
0: that It's all the same it's all for it's all for seeing through it's all for extending love it's all for awakening the mind so it's all the same and it's not like it's a reflection on you don't take it like that that's an ego thing yeah, You know what you know what you can you you're look at it as a challenge to your calmness that's one way to put it you know, that's how one of my yoga teachers puts it when he gets us in this pose where we're like balancing on one leg and then we're asked to do something crazy on top of that. He said, don't take this as a challenge to doing the pose correctly. Take this as a challenge to your calmness. So don't take it as a challenge to saying whatever you need to say to the person correctly. Take it all as a challenge to your calmness. That's what I see. how I see that for everything. You know, That's all. that's all it's ever for. It's not... That's why you don't get into evaluating yourself. One person asked me, why'd you do it? Why'd you post that? I was trying to find out who my niggers were. That's all. You know, like you, you, get the, you get these questions, these accusatory questions as if you've done something wrong. That's always the ego, always. Don't repent on your action. Repent on what you believe about yourself. You know what I mean. Repent on that, what you believe about yourself. Don't repent on your action. When you go back and go, oh, I shouldn't have done that, you're making dreaming true. It's not true. It's not true. So it's like make no attempt to evaluate yourself or anyone else's actions ever. That will be so, you'll be so free if you live by that. Make no attempts to evaluate action of yourself or anyone else, ever. It's like, you know, you've probably heard before, it's the highest form of intelligence to observe without, uh, what's the word, evaluation. See? So, so can you observe yourself and everyone else without evaluating? Look how much quieter you'll be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's my big worry. You're not going to have... What going
0: to talk about? What are you going to talk about to yourself <laughs> if you're not evaluating yourself and evaluating what other people are doing? What are you going to talk about?
1: It'd
0: be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem is, are they going
2: to shut up, the people next to you? <laughs> but, you know, that's, again, always comes down to my same thing that I speak with you about. Is yeah. Like, I'm in, like, ah, oh, bliss, relaxation, ah, oh, and then... I keep on projecting people coming to me and complaining about everything in the world. And I'm like, I need boundaries with your complaining. But it begins to trigger me after ruling, you know, years and years. Yeah. Especially with partnership and then being in a bus while we we extend land. We have Uh partners right now. There's Uh a lot of like, I know you with your partner, you say three days on, three days off. And I love that. I'm very independent, but I can't. And so then it's like, I have to hear all of his stories instead. Although it's mine, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, so you're thinking that you have to hear his stories and that's acting like a burden on you. That's where the upset feeling is. Yeah. So that's all it is. You have to go through that. That's your suffering. Right. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, the other person will shut the fuck up when you're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> They're only saying they don't they don't say one word out of place for you. They're only saying whatever it is that you need. <laughs> and if you're going to erect a boundary, you don't have a choice in it. Yeah. So you don't even have a choice in that. So all your, your job is the same thing all the time. Right. Right? It's always the same thing. It comes out, down to this simplicity all the time because you don't have a choice in the boundary or anything. This is your suffering that's being presented to you. When you're saying you want to get out of this, this person always talking all their nonsense in front of you. Right. <laughs> I know. Cause I went through this kind of stuff with my husband too. And, you know, I'll still find myself, he'll be saying something stupid and I'll just be like, and I'm sure he gets the same thing from me. I'm sure it's not just on my side, you know, but he will just be seem to be saying something, uh, something stupid. But, but you know what? It's like, I catch that voice that says, shut the fuck up to the other person or something like that. And I know, and I immediately get the relief I immediately just get the relief, like all the person in in front of me uh, and they're they're trying they're trying to communicate with me, but they're not like communicating really clearly because they're having some emotional thing. Right. And what'll what'll pop up for me is like kind of like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Just say like kind of like in my mind. Right. And then I'll just notice that and I'll get relief from it. And then the connection will be there with the person. Right. So we'll have a connection. Because I just get the relief for everything that says that they should be doing something different. You know, they're always putting up arguments. People are always putting up arguments for why you should be um, a certain way. Like, if you, have the, if you have the perception of yourself going, you know what, I just can't hear that, what, that right now. I can't take that right now. If you have the perception of yourself going, I can, you know, I can't hear that right now. I can't take that right now. Let that be okay. Can that be okay for you? Yeah. So, so you, can be, you could be reacting any way, and you're okay with it. You know, you could find yourself getting completely triggered and go, you know what, I just need you to shut the fuck up right now. And the guy's like, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for playing. Gosh, that really came out strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it just like, you know, uh, sometimes a, something just really needs to be expressed because if you repress it, it's more painful. Like I said, in with joy. What feels really good and on fire right now It's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't mean any of that, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: right? But really, I don't mean any of that. Like, this, this nonviolent communication thing is really a different thing. I've seen, like, at least the way I've seen it in play. It's not like, blah, 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 and none of that means anything. It's like, blah, 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 <gasps> blah, and there's this underlying, you got to change the way you are because you're triggering people, you know? Yeah,
1: yes, yes. It's all
0: about me, but you got to change the way you are because you're triggering people. So yeah. you guys got to watch that. Don't make it like you're like you know uh, like this like you're gonna keep on telling a person this thing and make it about uh, that they're really doing that to you like you want them to change and that's the reason you're telling them something like that. It's more like just like an explosion that comes out. It's like what mm-hmm. the fuck.
1: It's almost what like all that? the caution and premeditated like care with it makes it real. Yeah. Where it's like oh like, well, like, if it's not real, then why fuck you? Like, why do you to... care so yeah, much yeah, what just... comes
0: out of your mouth? Yeah. yeah. Why do you care so much, yeah. right? Like, why do you care so much? Whatever you post on Facebook, why do you fucking care, <laughs> this right? Is so
2: funny though, because like my partner uses the nonviolent communication of I. My needs are that you hear me, you just understand me, complain, and I put a boundary, and I was like, and it was it's been really good since I did that. Nice. It's only been twenty four hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and and you know, and and you know, that's a that's a thing. Like you can play with the whole nonviolent communication thing too, and you know, right. find so, yourself saying like. I need for you to shut the fuck up most of the time, and maybe you know we could set an appointment where you tell me about all the stupid bullshit that's going on. (laughs) (laughs) How do you (laughs) like that one?
1: (laughs) You can choose that or a blowjob.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How about whenever you want to talk nonsense, we just go for a blowjob? I don't know. That might appeal to for some people. <laughs> Same time. We'll see how long
2: it lasts. Yeah. Oh, know. my
0: God. Me and my husband started kissing each other on the third eye, like, just randomly throughout the day. Just like, you know, because we'll have, like, uh, you know, we're working together and stuff. So we'll have things come up that seem like they're serious and stuff. And then we'll just, like, kiss each other on the third eye. And it's like a reset. It's like a third eye kiss reset. <laughs> I instigated it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, we're meant to be really sweet with each other. We're actually meant to be really sweet with each other. And we can be if we're real. We need to be real first. That's why you know I've heard that um, for people to wake up, like kind of like the first step for people is expressing anger. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That they, you know, there's no justification for anger. You're going to see that, but don't be trying to control yourself. Like I'm not allowed to be angry. You're not going to learn. You're not going to learn as fast. You're not going to learn as fast. But if you if you are if you are leaning into, there's no justification for anger but then you're also not going to be ju- judgmental if you react in anger then you're going to learn a lot really fast see you're going to see a lot really fast let's say let's put it that way because the learning is really seeing it's observing
1: when the, i'm having the experience of, of instead of trying to fret about oh my God, what's going to happen if my, if a boundary is crossed and I have to do this and I do, I, I'm like stopping all of it. I'm like, it's meaningless. And then I just watch what happens in the moment. And I've been noticing that what comes up is just like in the moment gets said and I'm not taking it that seriously and it's not taken that serious. It doesn't need to be that serious because I didn't sit at home for two days beforehand and like go through how it all needs to be. I'm just watching things come out of my mouth. Uh-huh. And it's, there's like a, I don't know, it just feels more light and more they I'm not believing it. I'm just like, yeah. and then, yeah. It's
0: really- well, the ego is afraid of fucking up. Mm-hmm. So when you think that you shouldn't be angry, that's when you're going to build it up, and then you're going to explode, right? But if you're just allowed to be however you are, and you know anger has no justification, then you're going to be seeing a lot every time you react in anger. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to be like in appreciation for anyone that you express the anger to. Like, thank you. Thanks for being there for that. You know, but if you're like, I have to be Little Miss Perfect, then you're going to find yourself in a lot of suffering because you're going to feel like you're unexpressed. Okay? It's not up to you to try to even make yourself be a certain way try to stop yourself from your natural tendencies that are coming out based on what you believe to be true. When your natural tendencies come out, I mean, as long as you're not like harming people, of course, we know that, that doesn't feel good, right? It's like allowing the tendencies to just arise and being really honest. It's like when you have a burst of anger, and you're willing to see that anger has no justification at all you can be really authentic with that anger and and you'll see that there's that you'll see for yourself establish in your own mind that there's no justification by seeing through it by going through it so it's only in going through the delusion that you can undo it I get questions all the time. People want to stop something, like they want to stop being controlling, or they want to stop overeating. They want to stop something, right? And you don't need to stop anything. That's a that's a that way of looking at it is really trying to stay in it. It's identifying as an ego. You don't really need to stop anything. You need to go through it with awareness, even if if it seems like it's something that you're doing excessively. Let's say it seems like you're some you're doing something excessively. One of my friends says that they start on a box of cookies and they just eat the whole box of cookies. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have had that before. I've totally like had that kind of experience before. And you know what? I just go through eating the box of cookies with awareness, noticing how it feels. That's all it is, really. You just turn your attention back into noticing how it feels. There's all these different pulses and sensations in the body's energy field. They inform your mind how your thinking is affecting you. When your mind is informed, it makes healing natural for you. It makes miracles natural for you because you're aware of what your habits are doing to you. The very first manifestation of what your habits are is some kind of tension in the body's energy field. It's like a disruption, okay? And there is no body. That's just a sense. That's just a sense. That there's a body but when you feel you you turn your attention into the body's energy field because you don't get a sense of feeling the rest of the world it's all sensed within your sense of the body the whole world is sensed within your sense of the body so anything that you get a perception of that chair over there the plant the people anything like that It's projected from the energy field that you sense as a body. It's projected from that energy field, okay? Because the energy field that you sense as a body, basically it's sound vibration. It's made of sound vibration, and it's projected out of thought. It's like a structure of thought. So that's the very first sound vibration is what you sense in what seems to be your body. Out of that, the rest of the world comes forth. So you could see where your work is on the, you know, the sense of a body, that sense that there's a body, that's where you're reacting. That's where all your reacting is. Okay. And that's not even you that's reacting. It's kind of like you're holding uh, this reactor. You're not in that body. It's like you're holding this structure of thought that's reacting to its world, its own world. And you're observing these reactions. You're observing all of these reactions. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a habit of identifying with the one that's reacting. But the one that, that's reacting isn't real. You know, my son has told me before, uh, you know, I was, I was telling him, um, you know, it, it's, it's all good. Um, nothing is nothing's wrong. It's all good. He's like, I could tell you're triggered, though. And I said, what does that mean? What does that really mean? That's meaningless to me. I, I, yeah, I'm getting a trigger and still everything is awesome. We can do that. It doesn't mean something's wrong. Yes, yeah, so I'm get, getting a triggered reaction right here. I'm observing a, a triggered reaction. You're observing my triggered reaction right here. It doesn't mean anything. It's untruth. That speaks to untruth. It doesn't touch anyone. It never touches anyone. So we don't have to be afraid of a triggered reaction and I love that my son is so intuitive because he can just tell like he should just look at me and tell I'm triggered if I'm triggered and he'll tell me that I'm that I am and I'm like yes I am you know I don't try to cover it up or anything like that well and and he might be like well why aren't you just telling me that you're fucking pissed at me right now and I said because I don't believe it I just don't believe it if I believed it I would if I, told, if I believed it, I would. I can get this feeling, though, like I'm pissed at you and know that I'm not pissed at you at the same time at this point. You know, it wasn't like that before. I would have had to. Ugh. But it's like I can get a feeling like it is and I can get the heat and everything like that and know it's not about them. And it goes away so fast. It's just passing. It's, a, it's like, you know, you guys heard the saying, this too shall pass. It's just that they tend to pass slower with all this holding on that we tend to do. You know, all this sense like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Why did I get a trigger? I shouldn't be getting a trigger. No, you should because you still perceive a world. As long as you have a perception of a world, you're going to be triggered. You need to be triggered. Okay? It's not like we go around <coughs> trying to trigger each other. Right? It's not like we're like trying to trigger each other, but we are going to be triggering each other. You know why? Because we're all walking around with wounds. We just get triggered. You get to know anyone long enough, they're going to trigger you. You know, people tell me, oh, Hope, you're so great, you're so great, you're so great. Well, live with me, and then I'll trigger you, and then you'll have a different idea. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, it's like, <laughs> you're, we're, we're, we're projecting. We're freaking projecting. You know, if you want to uh, keep me in, a, in, in, like, a bubble and, like, not interact with me that much, and just, like, keep me over there as this one that's enlightened over there and like put me in a room and stuff like that and never talk to me, then you can keep that image of me. But like if you're going to hang out with me and you're going to live with me, you're going to fucking get triggered by me. That's how it goes. You're projecting everyone. You can't help it. Fucking triggering. We're all triggering each other.
1: But won't you hold the projection or the perfection that I won't hold myself, please?
0: Well, yes. Yes. (laughs) I love your triggers. I I tell people, you know, if you have a bunch of shitty stuff to say to someone, you can just tell it to me. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't block anyone on Messenger. You can, uh, you know, I, I take people off of my Facebook page who aren't interested in what I'm saying or it scares them or they feel fearful around it or they want to project on my page. But I leave the email open, the, the Messenger. You can, uh, you can message me all day long about what a shitty person I am. And I'll read them and I'll feel them with you. And, I, and, and I'll uh, express gratitude to you too. Yeah. I'm happy to receive any any kind of um, triggered whatever. It's perfect for me. It's mm-hmm. so funny
2: because I walked by somebody today, somebody that was on my land, and he was on the phone with someone and he said, i like the body for complaining. I'm like the perfect man for anybody to come up and complain. I was made for it. be mm-hmm. like to come to him to complain, and I just thought it was such funny timing that. Like that. Yeah,
0: that's so <laughs> good. That's perfect for what you. What did his
2: body look like? His uh, <laughs> gorgeous body. Left. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, land partner. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs>
0: it's that's how members. I feel like I am like, too. Oh, he's
2: like send, you know, Tyler to me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: I was just reading your script.
0: You no, told absolutely.
2: That you. Yeah. <laughs> really Sing it to
0: someone else, yeah. It's so good. Yay, Rory, welcome. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's anyone who's coming with anything that, you know, looks like backlash or whatever, they need a hug if they're coming for a hug. If it's an energetic hug, it's an energetic hug, you know. <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with you. And, and, you know, one thing that came really clear, too, and, and you know, this is one of my favorite ones, because it's, it, it's such a habitual reaction to justify, explain, or defend yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a habitual thing. I just, uh, you know, I, I love that where the opportunity comes up just to see through that, you know. Uh, so one of my friends was going, uh, don't even try to explain yourself, because, you know, you'll never be able to explain your way out of this. And I said, I, that is one of my favorite teachings, actually. You don't have anything to explain. Thank you for reminding me about that. And then, and then he goes, oh, you don't want to explain yourself? That just proves you're racist. And I was like, okay. Uh, you see the contradiction. It's like, you either explain yourself or you're this. Either way, you're doomed. Either way, you're this in my mind. And it's like, you know, okay, I just love that. I just love that. I'll just be with that then. Either way, you're this. Because I know that doesn't have anything to do with me. So I'll just be with that. That's an automatic extension of compassion. Either way, you're doomed. Oh, that's harsh. You know, I'm not going to agree with it. That's nonsense. Either way, anyone's doomed. And, you know, when a person is speaking nonsense, though... They don't need to know that they're wrong either because they can't take that right now. So I don't tell him he's wrong about that. I don't even tell him he's wrong about that. I just let him know, thank you. Thanks for letting me know that. Because when someone lets me know that they're doomed in their mind, I feel that with them. And automatically, compassion is extended. I don't do it. I just allow it for myself. I feel that with them. Instead of taking it personal as if, Oh, you left me no way out. You're just going to condemn me. No, it's not like that. They left themselves no way out. They feel condemned right now, and they're coming to you asking for forgiveness in your name. That's the thing. The forgiveness that's extended, that love that's extended, it's the same thing uh, that's extended is extended to you. So they're coming in your name asking for that. So it's easy when you know that. It's just easy when you know that, and it's not like there's no confusion about it. You don't turn back on yourself and start analyzing yourself, and you don't turn on to the person and you don't start analyzing them. You just hold everything in a in a space of perfection. This is what it is. It's perfect. It's like this, you guys. the The higher selves. I'm saying it's like this. Okay. That is, again, uh, nothing I say is actually true. Okay. So you've seen beyond the words. Pass the words it's like this it's like that it's like we both have our higher selves conspiring to do this scene for us so we can awaken from dreaming. It's like that we're totally in love all the time. there is absolutely no separation and no conflict ever. If it looks like it's conflict then it's dreaming okay because only love is possible so we can dream that something that's not love is occurring. But nothing like that is occurring. And it could be the the worst things, seemingly the worst things, you know, to people right now in in this point in time, the worst thing that you can be called probably, well, probably it's pedophile. Second, racist right i was like the the two worst things that you can possibly be called um and you know just to like uh, oh this is wonderful i was saying ruin your reputation your reputation a few weeks ago and then i get uh, apparently people calling me racist in gr- and making groups about it <laughs> so that's what <when, laughs> and and i i go wow that's the best one for me well i guess pedophile be real i've ha- i've actually had that <laughs> one right, too though right. i have had that yeah, one wow i get them it's good stuff (laughs) i get them i I love that just like give me the most extreme ones okay i'll take the most extreme ones because i can deal with it you know i'm not going to turn on myself i'm not going to turn on the person i can take any of those kinds of uh accusations you know i know i don't need to defend myself i know i don't need to explain myself so i don't have to get into um weird ongoing long-ass conversations with people it's just real simple Thank you for letting me know I feel you I appreciate you you know um, I'm holding you in, in the light uh, uh, have a have a restful have a restful night you know just like uh, and, 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 you know genuinely not like not like trying to be all contrived or something like that but you know just like enjoying the uh, the opportunity and so much gratitude too I couldn't stop expressing gratitude because the person is bringing up all these kinds of things, the things that they're saying are things that I can sense. It's like, oh, I feel that. Okay, thank you. I feel that. That's awesome. Uh, You're never going to get out of this. And it's like, oh, I feel that. Wow. You know, that was like a, Ooh, it's like raw. If you ever, if you ever want to get out of this, you have to do all these uh, stealthy filing things, basically. <laughs> I was like ooh, and it's like ooh, and you know when you when you get used to that, this is a feeling journey. It's like it's like oh, it's like love making. You know, it's like sometimes you know it, even in love making, it's like ooh, that's a little bit. Oh, I feel a little bit guarded in that. Ooh, well I don't know about that. And then you, and, and then you just kind of like warm up and go with it, and you're feeling really good again you know what I mean it's kind of like that it's like whoa whoa, oh that seems intense you know oh you're never gonna get out of this oh okay I feel that you know it's kind (laughs) of like a ride it's kind of like you're on a roller coaster you know it's it's super sweet and fun and and it's always is uh, like I said earlier that I just I love this one it keeps on coming back to me all the time now it's all a challenge to your calmness that's all it is yeah isn't that sweet I know, I love that. Um, so so yeah, that's I got that from Brian Kest. He says it all day long in his yoga classes. Um, poweryoga.com. And and uh, after uh, like years of hearing the same thing over and over again, I go, Oh yeah, that's a good saying for that. Like, I've been, <laughs> I've been feeling it like that. I'm like, oh, that really applies. And I think people can get that, too. Just look at it as a challenge to your calmness. And that's all it is. It's not anything else. You know, you don't, you don't have to protect your uh, reputation. You don't. <laughs> people ask me, well, what about your business? What about if, uh, if you get boycotted, if you get that, like, the woke mob uh, cancel culture thing and your business goes down? I'm like, I don't give a fuck, actually. If that happens to be the case, that's what it needs to be. I'm not protecting anything like that. I'm not going to deny whatever it is that my spirit is asking me, which is joy. See, that's saying, shouldn't you not be in joy right now because your business could be threatened? No, definitely not. That's not and, and, I, and that's not going to be something that dictates anything at all. That's not something that dictates anything, like what my business be doing. I read an article today about uh, a, a former president of Levi's. I don't know if you guys heard about this. But this is really interesting. She had always been like an advocate for children, always, always advocating. For, for 20 years, she's been, I think, two, three decades, something like that. She's been working for Levi's, and they would always back her up. They'd always support her. They'd be like, yeah, but she's awesome. She's always advocate, advocating for children, right? So she goes, and she's advocating for children on this whole mask thing. And Levi's is like, oh, no, you got to be quiet. Meanwhile, she's the president, right? Still, she's getting pressure, pressure on her from different things. Oh, you got to, no, not that one. No, no, you got to be quiet. Not that one. You can't, you can't do it. Um, and uh, and, she's, and you know, she came to the point where um, they just said that they had to let her go because she wouldn't be quiet. And they would and, and they would give her a million dollars in severance if she just didn't disclose anything that Levi's was doing behind the scenes to keep her quiet. And she said no. And so she's a, and so now she's uh, saying whatever she feels guided to say, she didn't take the money. What most people are doing is taking the money, because to most people, a million dollars is way more important then following your guidance and your joy, basically. Because we've been taught to think that money is joy. Or your business is joy. That's not true. Listening to your guidance is joy because you are naturally joyful. And you deciding that something else is what you need for joy steals your joy in the moment. So, you know, a lot of people a lot of people would take the million dollars and shut the fuck up, right? A lot of people would just take that. But if you know what value money has, which is zero, you would never take that and sacrifice anything for money. Anything. At any moment. You know, if you find yourself in a job, let's say you find yourself in a job, right? And you seem to hate your job. Maybe you hate physical labor and it's hard physical labor. Maybe you're one of those people doesn't like to like myself. If I was pushing wheelbarrow barrels around, I would probably think that sucked, right? Say you find yourself in a job that seems to suck like that. The purpose in the moment makes it awesome in the moment. The purpose of it in the moment for you seeing through the illusion is what makes it awesome in the moment. When you get that, you're not thinking about how it's screwed up, what you're doing, how it's hard, how it's difficult. You're using it in the moment. You know, you're, you're, you're noticing how it feels. Even all your actions, even the, like, as you're pushing a, a wheelbarrow, it becomes like a beautiful dance, you know, because it might look exactly the same to everyone else. It doesn't really matter. But in your mind, in the way you're perceiving it, you're using this movement, this motion, everything for awakening your mind. So in that you're getting relief and you're having a joyful experience, even if it seems to be strenuous on your body. Another one I was sharing with my friend Haley, when I first came in, she's like, what's been up with you? And I mean, like, well, I've been so freaking busy. It's been so different from what it was the past, whatever. Um, so busy. Cause I, cause I just ha- got this new website for my business and I've been like a project manager. I have all these different people putting different things in and doing different things. And I notice the reaction that comes from Haley. And I know it comes from me when Haley does it. She's like, I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. And you know, the, and you know this, this time specifically, and this is how it is for me every single time when I'm going through something like this, where it's busy work and a lot of things and stuff like that, it gets easier and easier to be in it and go through it, even if there seems to be issues. And this time I happen to be working with someone who is really calm and a great example of just being real calm under pressure and with four computer monitors. He's got four computer monitors at his desk. He's got at least 90 tabs open at once. I'm not even exaggerating. (laughs) At least 90 tabs, probably more. And he's completely organized and knows where everything is. And whenever I need him, he just gets on a Zoom with me. And uh, he's just completely calm, cool, and ridiculously talented at what he does. And it's all this computer stuff where people are like, man, if I do that, I lose my shit. If I do that kind of stuff, I just completely lose it. And, you know, the thing is, that's conditioning. There's nothing that has to make you lose it. There's no, like, you can, you can notice, you can notice that, yeah, that doesn't really resonate for me. And, you know, I've spent years going through this, definitely, you know, to see it just the way it needs to be seen. So it's not an issue for me. You know, I've spent years going through battling, sitting at my computer. Oh, I don't want to be doing this, but I'm doing this. I don't want to be doing this, but here I am doing this. You know, as you go through that, that's so powerful, when you're willing to just get the sense of not wanting to do it, noticing that you don't even have a choice in it, you're having a you're having a dream of yourself doing this work that you don't like. Isn't that funny? Isn't that great? And then we sit around resisting it when we're not doing it, like we have a choice in it or we can change it. We sit around resisting it when we're not doing it, right? So that's another part of it. Like if I have something looming, say I have a bunch of busy work to do on my computer and I think oh gosh I have all that stuff to do you know this thought that I have all the stuff to do is recurring over and over and over again all throughout the day just kind of playing in the background making some frustration and irritation overwhelm type feelings so when you get the sense that oh I have so much to do look at it and feel I have so much to do just right there feel that notice how it feels what's the effect of the thought that I have so much to do. There's no such thing as time I have to be fooling myself. There's no such thing as time. I'm not capable of doing anything. There's another one. I'm not even capable of doing anything. I'm completely dreaming when I think I'm overwhelmed. I'm completely dreaming when I think I have something to do in the future. I'm completely dreaming when I think I have something to do right now that I don't seem to be doing Because whatever I seem to be doing, that is the teaching. That's the curriculum. That's what I need right now. And whatever's upcoming is upcoming. I'm not saying you can't make a list. This is where the the ego makes it really confusing for people. Okay? I'm not saying you can't do shit. I'm not saying you can't make a list of things you're going to do. Okay? You don't have a choice in it and you're not capable of making that list. Just don't judge it. Let the list go. Like it, can, it can be a list or not. It can be a shitty list, it can be a really good list. You know It could be a short list, it could be a long list. Uh, just be curious about what kind of list, or if there will be a list. Just be curious about that. Playful, because you don't have a choice in it. But you make it as if you have a choice in it, burden yourself, and then you seem to keep on making choices that are bad for you. If you ever think you made a choice that's bad for you, that's because you're not tuned in with your spirit. You're, you know, your spirit will always tell you that every choice serves you. You never made a choice that was bad for you. Uh, you know, any, any of those choices that you seem to make in the world are non-choices anyways. Those are all just arising. Even if it's something that you think you de- did bad and you feel remorseful for or something, that didn't happen. None of that stuff happened. You just had a dream that it happened so that you can get a sense that you're separate. And that's what the sense of remorse is for. So you can get, a, so you can get a, an illusion as if you actually are separate. You need guilt to feel separate. You need guilt. So, you, so, you know, the ego has to throw out these ideas that you did something. You know, there, there's no past. You know, nothing even happened. So the ego is throwing out an idea that you did something right now, right now, like as if it happened in the past, in the past, it didn't, it didn't even happen. So when you're noticing that it didn't happen and you're still projecting a feeling for yourself as if remorse is reasonable and you see that that's comedy and it's your laughter that undoes it completely. I mean, finally just undoes it. It's like, it's, it's just so funny. That you would be projecting is it? It's that's total comedy. They would be projecting remorse over something that's impossible. You dreamed it, so
2: it's almost like instant forgiveness.
0: And yes, yes, because you're you're forgiving you're forgiving yourself and anyone else for what no one is was capable of doing, (laughs) right? No one was even capable of doing it. That's like real forgiveness. You know, the other kind is. You know, Hope, you are a sad, sad specimen of a woman. But I'm kind, so I forgive you. That's actually not forgiveness. That's actually making yourself into a sad, sad specimen in your mind only. Right? It doesn't really. Uh, that doesn't really affect the other person unless they take it on. They choose to take it on, then they get affected. So the way that normally goes down with someone say, "Oh, you're a terrible person." Um, but you know what? I'm better than you, so I forgive you. As someone would normally take that, and I, I go, I, 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 go, yes, thank, thank you very much. You are, you are very kind. I mean, considering what you made of me, I mean, it, I wouldn't be that kind if I thought thought something like that about someone and actually believed it. You know, uh, <laughs> that's fucking. <laughs> really kind (laughs) no I didn't say all that I just thanked him (laughs) thank you thanks for being kind to me I mean it's true I mean when you look at it like that it's like yeah you are being really kind to me because the things that you said just like up there earlier in the thread uh, if you actually believe those you are being really nice to me right now (laughs) so thank you you know
1: yeah, mm-hmm. but having this experience of being perceived in a way that is like a baffling perception, where it's actually like I'm like, huh? Because you know, you hear certain things throughout the course of your life, and you kind of uh, you identify with them, and then sometimes you hear one that's like, way there, oh uh-huh. shit, you know, and I, uh, <laughs> huh? And uh, and I had is very similar feeling. I had this experience where I was like oh, for what I'm being seen as, this person is being very gracious. Mm-hmm. Like, the, all these things believed. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a monster in yeah. their eyes. And yeah. they're extending, like, you know, to this Quasimodo oh, yeah, they're going, <laughs> Extending some real fucking kindness. And yeah, I, was like, yep. I was like, oh. And it just was such a beautiful moment of, for me, I was having so much grace mm-hmm. feeling about around being like, because you know when the pictures match, you're in confusion around whether it's true or not. And I was yeah. getting usually I'll get stuck, but in, when the pictures seemed so, it was just such a beautiful moment of being like, oh, all of this is irrelevant. Like mm. it's just
0: like, and I was like, oh, oh it's like, yeah, thank exactly. It's like, yeah,
1: it's
0: so wonderful. And you do you get a sigh. You, you know yeah. that that's how you know it's like you you get like a, you get a sigh out of it because you're like holding something and release it. And that's what it is like going through these these different trials. You could say with all these all these different illusions that we made coming up and arising and passing away all the time. It's like it's always you're always invited to take a relief breath as a break, um, get some release from this sense like you have to do something about anything and just let things go. Let things go as they go, you know. Not be that one. I'm not saying be that one that lets things go. Things go because then you're coming up to me going how do I let this go? I want to release this thing. And it's like, man, you're, you want to keep it by that. You know what you resist (laughs) persists, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know that what you're, you're, you're saying, I want to give up control. You're saying, I want to be controlling. Really? You know, Uh, if you want to, if you want to see through control, then you got to go through control. Mm -hmm. You got to watch yourself being controlling. You got to be alert. You got to be observing while you're being controlling. And then watch. And then it gets exciting. You can see yourself turn course right in the middle of being controlling. Oh, never mind. That's my habit of being controlling. I don't even want to do that. Oh, good. I wasn't into that either. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was just me trying to control you. Hope, are you trying to control something? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm off that now. You know? <laughs> that is how it is. You know? We don't have to. We don't have to try to make a self-image for ourselves. We don't have to try to make some some kind of image for people, you know. And that's the thing that we're taught by the ego to make this image. Like when we, when when, when we're first, when we're first apparently born in the thing, we don't have an image for ourselves. We are making an image up based based on what people tell us about ourselves. Okay, we're totally making this image up, and then we get it all ready, and at a certain point. It's ready to present. We've made this whole thing up. This is how it is. This is what it did. It's ready to present to the world, right? And this is the thing. You
1: have a quinceañera.
0: It is, uh, yeah. And you need all these defensive thoughts around it. Because it's so fragile, this thing that you made, this image that you made to present to the world. It's so fragile. Another person can just look at it the wrong way And all of a sudden it's breaking down And you got to try to put it together With more thoughts You know why not just be completely defenseless You know It's like I already know That I'm a fucking idiot Right I'll just stay with that I already know So there's nothing that you can tell me Try to convince me That it's like that I know that image that I made That is and you know what I love it just like it is I love that it's a fucking idiot. I love that it's a fool. Because it's what I need. It's exactly what I need. I love her how she is. And she's a fucking idiot. So, there we are. (laughs) 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 Nothing wrong with her. She's doing exactly what she needs. So that my mind can awaken from dreaming. See? So that image that you made, It is either the recipient of your love or your condemnation. Now, if you try to build it up in some kind of grandiosity, it's going to end up with your condemnation. That is condemnation. Okay? When you're trying to build it up, like it's better than other images, right? You build that thing up, then it's suffering. But, you know, it's like, make that image that you made of yourself. It's nothing. It's nothing at all. It's it's a it's an imagined it's an imagine, an imagined being in a make believe world. It's made in separation. Of course, it's gonna seem like an idiot. It's supposed to. <laughs> and then it's up to us. Like we're making the choice. Whether we're going to take that as if it's meaningful. It's just not meaningful. The self-image doesn't need to be analyzed. There's nothing to analyze about it. Just take it as face value. It's just what it is. And it's perfect the way it is. And that has to go for all the other self-images that you are projecting. Because it won't be true for you if you're holding something against anyone else. If you're analyzing anything that they seem to say or do or anything like that. They're not there. They're not really there like that. If you have that kind of mind where you want to find fault, then you'll find it. That's how it goes. You always find what you're looking for. See? See? If you're looking for if you're only looking for awakening, if you're only looking for connection, if you're only looking for loving interactions, that's what you only have no matter what it might look like to someone. That's what you only have in your experience. That's how it is all the time. So that's what everything is used for. No matter what, no matter how it seems to come out anything when you're using it like that, you know that it's right. You don't have a question about it. Because of what it's for. You never go back and go, did I do that? Did I should I have done that? Or if you even hear that question, should I have done that? You're just laughing. Should they have done that? Yesterday I thought I wanted one of my employees to be working on it on this um Email program that I just installed into our website, you know. Um, and she was staying a little bit later to do some stuff for me. And then I hear my husband and my son down there talking to her. She's also a great photo- photographer and she's training them on how to use a camera like a professional. And so I get the sense like, what the heck are they doing or using her? I need her for this. I feel like I really need her for this. And you know, it's one of those things where there's just checking in. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not opposed to saying, hey, get off my broad. I need her. Right? I'm not opposed to that. Um, and then at the same time, I'm not like, it's not like I'm like going, I have to stop this. It's like, I have to feel this, whatever it is. I need to feel this, whatever it is. So I find myself walking back upstairs and just going, maybe I don't really need her to do that right now. Just noticing you know, that's that's what I noticed. Maybe I don't really need her to do this right now. And then come to find out, it would have just like been spinning her wheels if she had been doing that because ultimately I wasn't going to go with that email program, actually. I started tinkering around with it a little bit and I'm like, fuck that thing. And I kicked it out. <laughs> you know, that's how it is when you're doing a website. You put, you put these apps in, you try them out a little bit and then some of them you just kick out. <laughs> They're like, oh, that didn't work, <laughs> right? Um, so then you know it's like it's like you you see how if you just tune in and don't go by your own understanding in the moment my own understanding was that they were screwing up my my whole game here i got some things to do i'm trying to get things working for my website and they're over there talking about getting trained for a camera you know when i start feel, hearing voice like that a voice like that i get tuned into how that is in the body's energy field that's all and then I don't do anything, none of us do anything, but I know that I don't do anything, so that's different, see, when you think you do something, then you have all this conflict, because then you think you got to figure it out, this is, you know, this is the opposite of basically listening to your guide, or hearing in the spirit, we all have the capacity to hear our inner guide, We all have the capacity to hear demons as well, you could say, and really all those are, our errant thought patterns that have gained a lot of momentum because there's been a lot of belief put into them, okay, so they can seem powerful and strong, but, you know, we all have the ability to hear our guide, and that guide, anything that guide speaks to us all engenders joy and relief and kind of like a sigh of relief every single time. It's not anything different than that. So when you're tuned into how you feel and you notice, you get really used to how does this feel right now, all throughout the day, just noticing how it feels right now, again and again and again, how does it feel to sense what is is the feeling sense of being in the body? What is a feeling sense of that, right? And as you're willing to feel what it feels like, you're seeing more and more, and that's all it is. We've been taught not to listen. We've been taught not to listen to the spirit. That we've been taught to listen to the ego whose voice is way louder. That's the one that speaks in terms of shoulds. I mean, even like you're in the shower and you think I should shave my legs while you're in the shower. That's the ego. It's not a good or bad thing. It's not like you have to listen or not listen. It's just, you, just, you, you just let it be. And it'll do whatever it needs to do you don't have to fret about it let it just take care of itself okay it's not like you have to do it should i or should i not should i or should i not shave my legs you guys you know what that thought is actually coming to its own answer without you even engaging it the thought occurs to you you know you're enjoying your shower and the thought occurs to you should I shave my legs? And then you can just keep on laughing and keep on enjoying your shower. And then you'll find out if you should shave your legs because you'll find if you're shaving them or not.
1: It's so fun. Because then you get to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't gonna know do. what like, I'm going to yeah, do. Like, today I don't want to shave legs. Look at that. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's way more
0: fun. Look at that. It occurred to me in the shower, but it didn't go down. Yeah, apparently
1: I didn't do it. Sweet. Right. Yeah. And and <laughs>
0: notice when you, get, when you get the, you know, you get the, oh, shucks, I didn't do it. Because that's part of the illusion too. It's as if you could have it's as if you could have do it shoot i forgot that thing <laughs> yeah. oh darn i forgot it ah you couldn't you, you you couldn't have done it that's all that's all just for play too and again it's not changing the way you, your words are you know i see a lot of my friends you know kind of like they'll they'll let something come out of their mouth and they'll kind of like go <gasps> and correct themselves you don't have to just let yourself be normal just let yourself be just natural you know because it's your seeing. Like, you don't even have to talk about it. You, you know, it's, it's your seeing. It's your, and and if, certainly, I'm not going to hold any judgment about anything that you said. Um, it's the same to me as if it came out of my mouth. It doesn't really, like, make it so, like, oh, that person is, like, a lower freaking frequency or something like that. <laughs> I don't want any of those lower frequency vibrations around me. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. well, you know uh, 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 you know when when, you, when you're certain when you're certain of what all of this is for, it, it's like you're really happy about lower frequency vibrations. It's like that you know what they're for. so you know you could use them for something um, really beautiful. And you know I've noticed this ever since I was a little kid. Whenever you get the sense that there's some kind of low vibration or something scary about the person, it's like you go through it, you cut through it energetically. And just break the ice to start talking you know it's like you allow yourself to um it's just it reminds me of it reminds me of the time i you know i'll share a story that i shared i probably haven't shared in a little while um when i was 14 i was in san francisco in the middle of the night um and there were a bunch of i was in like this deserted building with a friend um and there were a bunch of I was hanging out with a bunch of what they would call death rockers you know they're like uh dark makeup and long hair and they're all a bunch of dudes and stuff and my friend which I didn't know uh I didn't know like what way she related with them or anything when I agreed to go to San Francisco with her like you know kind of like far from my suburb suburb home well she's like boning these guys in the bathroom right and that this are in the in these this abandoned place and um, so then there's all these guys around me and they're kind of like the sending in on me. And, you know, I, I'm like this little tiny 14 year old chick. Well, I'm like the same size I am now. And I'm like this little 14 year old chick. <laughs> 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 so you can get a picture. It's basically the same thing, but way younger. Same, <laughs> same, same laugh. Same oh, <laughs> yeah, smart. Yeah, okay. Same laugh. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> So they're like descending on me. Like they want some sex and there's like five or six of them or something like that. And I'm like, Holy shit. I'm like getting the, uh, I'm like getting the perce- projection perception. Like I just need to uh, like have sex with these guys so they don't hurt me or something like that. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, fuck that. And, and you know, and, and all of a sudden I just start speaking. I just start speaking and they're taken aback by the way I'm speaking. Cause I'm not like, uh, afraid or anything like that. It's like, you know, I had my training as a missionary. So I had and in my training as a missionary, I knew how to call in spirit already. I would just call in the spirit, you know, when I feel afraid or something, I just call him the spirit. So the next thing that comes out of my mouth, it's like, uh, hey, have you guys ever heard of Jesus? <laughs> like, and I just started talking to him about Jesus and about saved and about being saved and stuff like that. And um, the next thing you know, they're praying with me. They're asking for <laughs> um, salvation and stuff like that. Um, there was no, uh, there was no sex that needed to be needed to go down in order for me to be safe. Um, so I was happy about that. Um, and they even gave us a ride home, which my friend was going because my friend was just, you know, she was like uh, just boning up with all. I guess she liked that, just a bunch of different dudes, like all on, on the same thing. Um, and and uh, yeah. With no shower and stuff, I don't know. Uh, everyone's got their thing, you know. Uh, so <laughs> so that wasn't for me, uh, at least not in that moment. So, <laughs> so, so my friend was going. I can't believe I can't believe they gave us a ride home. I go over there all the time. They never give us a ride, ho- give me a ride home. You know, they never do that. And 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 then you come to find out, they never saw cows before because they had never even been out of the city. You know. They had never, because then they have to drive us home. We're like an hour away. There's cows on the way. There's cows on the way up there. So it's like, uh, it's like there's this sense that there's these really scary people. And this is what I've experienced every time. I get the sense that there's really scary, something really scary. It's not. It just seems to be that way. They may even think that they're scary. They may even think that they're threatening. And it's not, you know, because there's a just a willingness to see right through it. And it's really, it's an observation, it's like you see past the illusion. You see past the person with the knife, or um, the person that seems to be um, about ready to uh, pounce on you. You know, like a, like the school official who was, who was like, "Well, do you want me to call social services?" Then, and then, and I said, "Well, you know, not particularly, but you can. And if you did, then I wouldn't hold it against you." And then she just like completely calmed down. You know, it's like you just like. Anyone who thinks they want to be threatening toward you, when you meet that with defensive, the defenselessness, they can calm down. You know, when you're just defenseless to that, it's like, you know, do you want me to call social services? Normally, a parent, when they hear something like that, is going to get very defensive. Oh, my God, did you just threaten to call social services? What? What? You know, how dare you? I'm a good parent, Right. And it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't sound like the best case scenario for me. But I understand if, you know, that's what you feel you need to do. The the perception that anyone gets of you, that's entirely true to them. So I don't try to change their perception of me. I know it's right for me, too. Whatever perception I think they have of me, that's also right for me. Right. So so like, for instance, when um, we were having court because my son didn't want to go to to school, I wasn't afraid of what judgment might come down about that. There's no fear of what judgment might come down about something like that. Of course, you know, it was just dismissed. But it's the fear that gets it going back and forth like that. It's that fearful sense that makes you, you know, when you're afraid, it's automatically, it's kind of like you're saying, I'm guilty. When you're afraid of what they might do to you, It's like saying I'm guilty because only a guilty consciousness can expect punishment. Mm -hmm. See, so I'm not saying that I'm sure of what the outcome is going to be. I'm just sure of what the outcome that the outcome serves me. And no matter what it is, I'm not going to take it as punishment. I'm going to take it as opportunity. See, that seems to soften everything. But there's no attachment to it going a particular way. The attachment is what hurts people. That's the manifesting vibe. Okay, everyone just imagine me uh, getting a dismissal in this case. Everyone just, how do I know I want a dismissal? I don't know. I want what awakens my mind the most. That may not be a dismissal. That's what I want. My goal is peace in the moment. That's all I want. I want to use it. As a challenge to my calmness in the moment. I don't want to try to get a particular manifestation or outcome or try to see the outcome the way I think it should be. I don't know. When I'm over there messing with my re- website and doing all that stuff, and it looks like I'm building a bomb-ass business. It is pretty looking pretty bomb-ass right now. Um, you know, we always had the best essential oils in the world, but now, like, it's got this image on a, on a website that looks like, hey, these people really got it together. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no need for it to be successful. There's no need. Like, you know, it could go down, I don't know, any time it can go down and it's not a problem for me because I use everything in the same way. So in that, I could just play with creativity because there's, there's not being afraid of it. I just play with stuff, you know. My husband was saying the other day, he's like, My main thing is, I don't want to take on any more debt because taking on debt is not a good thing. And I go, well, okay, Um, that's one way of looking at it. But then that's saying that debt is a problem or that it's real and it's making it real. And you know, you could see these examples of all these people who built huge businesses, and before that occurred, they had millions of dollars in debt and what is this idea like like something is a bad thing my husband's just kind of like yeah like kind of like opening up to like why are we so scared of things kind of reminds me of how my friend was asking me you know uh i'm 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 so scared of filing taxes or something it's like you can't even help it it's like whatever you're scared of is coming to you if you're scared of uh, going into debt, that's coming to you. That's what's coming to you. That's where it's working toward you. That's what you need. You need to see through that because it's a fear. And, and these, a lot of these things take like lifetimes to work out, but we can go way faster by just putting our eye on it, our, our eye on what it is. You know, you just observe what's going on. What is this play? You know, my husband and I always had this tense kind of play where it was like I'm shopping too much, and um, and I'm going, how come you're not bringing in more money? And 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 it's and and he's like, how come you don't uh, contribute as much as I do? You know, and that's all my perception. I don't even know what's going on from his point of view. It could be completely different, right? We're all dream- dreaming separate dreams, so it's this sense like there's a. Uh, there's a problem with the money and this is very very common. This is the way we've been trained that there's like a problem as far as it what comes to money. And you know, I saw this real early on when my husband saw me buying stuff and he goes, "This is my worst nightmare." And the way he said that, I was like, "This guy needs to run out of money." He doesn't, he just needs to run out of money cuz he's like really scared of that, right? So, it's like there's this there's this underlying like yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, I got all the balls in the world when it comes to money. I'll borrow all the money. SBA tells me they want to give me a million dollars. I'm like, I'll take it right now. My husband's like, nope, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, really? All right. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? And the thing is, like, I don't really give a, give a shit, actually. Like, it sounds fun to me, but if, and I need, I actually need his signature on that because we're partners in the business. And if he's not going to give his signature, I'm not pushing it. It's like, that sounds fun to me. I, it would be really fun to like get a a million and play with it, but I don't care. Like if it, if, if that sounds like it's fearful to him, I don't need to push it, you know? But we get these ideas like, oh, uh, maybe, uh, if I wasn't with him, I'd be able to, and it's not nonsense. That's just nonsense. That's not even possible. It just is what it is. That's not even possible. It just is what it is. It's being presented to you in this way, or it has to be his signature, and that's the way it's being presented. And it, you know, and then and then just these little uh, ways of of uh, oh, if I just wasn't with him, I could do all the things that I want to do. You know, not that's just for, also for comedy. <clears throat> But I used to take those kinds of thoughts for real. And I used to really like, you know, it was a habitual thing, but it was kind of like a drug addict. It was kind of like getting this drug that I had to get every once in a while, like fantasize about how it would be if it wasn't the way it is. And you can apply that to anything, a relationship or anything. You're fantasizing the way it would be if it isn't the way it is. And it's kind of like beating yourself up. but We don't realize it because to the ego, it's like really good because now we can try to get what we want by imagining it. That's exactly the manifestation stuff. Okay. And instead of just having it just like the way it is. So I had a bath this morning. Oh my gosh, it was luxurious. Uh, I have a bath in the back of my house. My husband put this big claw foot bathtub back there and um, every time... I run a bath because of the pressure that comes to the bath. I have to switch the pump back on. Okay. Um, so I, I run the bath in the back and then let it run for a couple minutes and then it goes off. And then I go around and I switch a pump on. So I'm walking around and switch the pump on. There goes the mind. What a pain in the ass that I have to go around this corner and turn this pump on. What well, Can I just like fill a bath without having to turn a pump on and I just start cracking up it's just like so it's it's so funny it's like anything right It's like there's this luxurious bath how <laughs> you gotta do it's not hard work you walk around the corner you just go like this <laughs> you only have to do it once for the whole bath <laughs> And I'm just laughing, and you know, and I see how fast it goes too. You guys, if you watch, you'll see how fast it goes. It totally goes into condemning my husband for not freaking having it together. <laughs> that it's just like a bath, that I could just like go over there and turn the fucking bath on. And it's just a bath, and there's no doing anything else. Like it used to be before we moved into this house where we have a pump. <laughs> It's just always going to be something, right? And so you, you start to see these little things that kind of like mess up your day. Now, for a lot of people, a thought like that is going to go completely unnoticed, but it's going to affect their energy. It's going to go unnoticed, but affect the energy, affect the way you relate with your partner, affect the way you feel about yourself for the whole day and beyond. But when we notice and we laugh, we're clear. It's like the karma is clear because you saw it. And you know it's nonsense. See? So it's like being on the lookout for these little things that disrupt your energy. And you know, when I say be on the lookout, it's right back to get a load of how it feels to sense a body. That's all it is. You, that, that sense of a body is reacting to its world, its world is bringing back what it's been coded to take as true. It's been programmed, like coded, to take certain things as true. So it's looking for evidence that its beliefs are true. And you're observing that. You're only observing it. So all of its reactions can be met with this kind of embracing sense. You're bigger than that, I tell people. All the darkness, all the darkness and the little demons and all that kind of stuff, you're way bigger than all that stuff. It's like you just when you just embrace all of them, they transform. They become teachers for your mind. Everyone who comes into my perception is a teacher for my mind. That's how I look at them. And it doesn't matter how they come. They can come as a angry, mean, whatever. I will just take that and look through it. But feel the anger, feel that, feel that stuff. You feel it with them. It's no mistake that anyone's talking to you. It's no mistake that anyone's telling you that, you know, trying to convince you that something's wrong with you. It's no mistake. You have uh, a divine appointment with that person, you can say. They have a gift for you that will help you extend more love to yourself and awaken your mind. So that's why they're deserving of nothing short of gratitude. That does not mean you have to explain yourself to them. That is completely different. They will often think that you have to explain yourself to them. Okay? They will often think that you do. That's not the case. And if you do explain yourself, you condemn yourself. Okay? Explaining is condemning. And you can tell by feeling. You know, explaining isn't really the word explaining. There's a feeling. You're explaining yourself to get to get in order to get approval. So you can feel that when you're explaining or justifying yourself in order to get approval. So anyone who presents you with an opportunity to see that you don't need to justify or explain yourself... Of course, they're going to be deserving of nothing short of gratitude. You're going to be grateful to them. I might laugh in their face. You might laugh. Yeah. You might laugh. I would. Yeah, you might laugh. And just keep on noticing how you feel so you can embrace any upset feeling, any reaction, anything like that. Because, you know, if there's a, if there's a reaction, that's always for you too. You perceive their reaction. It's actually a feel, coming from a feeling within you. It's it's like a feeling that you are sensing and you're projecting it, okay? Everything that we perceive is feeling, sensed, being being projected. Everything we perceive. We're just supposed to feel. So if you get upset, you got to look at that because
1: you just want to be calm.
0: If someone seems to be upset with you, that upset feeling is coming from you. That upset feeling is coming for you. So so since it's coming from you, you can embrace that upset feeling. Wow. Okay, you can embrace that upset feeling because it's coming from you. Yeah. You can sense it in your own body's energy field. Yeah. So they're giving you a, a, a reflection like you're, you've done something wrong and now they're angry at you and now you're in trouble and you should be remorseful and you should be explaining yourself that is giving you an opportunity to embrace all of that, okay? Whatever words come forward, they just come forward, you know, however they do. And, you know, you could use that for curiosity too. Like, I don't know. Someone says something to me. I don't know what, how it's going to be expressed, you know. When my friend contradicted, contradicted himself and he said, don't even try to explain it because you'll never explain your way out of this one. And then he said, well, that's just proof that you're a racist, since you won't explain it. No. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, 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 so then, so then, I was like, I was just noticing that and feeling with it. That's a sense, like, wow, well, we're screwed. Guilt is real. That sense, that's a sense, like, shit, we're all screwed. If guilt is real. We're all gonna die. Right. So, uh, you know, you uh, get that get that sense that this is really real, and then you know, it's just all I can express is gratitude in response. But it's not. Really real. Yeah, exactly. You get the sense that it is, though. Oh, and that's <laughs> what you're going for. So you contact
1: your sense, and you <laughs> let it go. Exactly.
0: That's undoing the. That's undoing the reality that we gave to it. Yeah, right. Like it's a really yeah. dream, and we're giving it some. Yes. Much. Yeah, The the reacting to it is programmed. It's programmed reacting. You could say that you learned from the ego how to react to the ego's world. Yeah. Okay. So it's just programming. It's like code in there. It's like they're putting code in there to make it react to certain things, react to certain stimulus, right? And everyone has their different things that seem to trigger their buttons. But really, they were angry. We were all angry before we made the world. Okay. Nothing in the world is making us angry. Nothing in the world is making us afraid. We were afraid before we made the world, so none of that stuff is real. So then, gratitude is the, the gratitude becomes the expression. It's just like uh, you're you're this, you're this, you're okay. Thank you, uh, thank you for letting me know. Yes.
2: Um, the, um, I'm curious if you the comment that we were afraid before we
0: made the world. Yeah. Yes, of course. Why don't you come on over? You come on over with your cute self. self. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the world that we perceive is made, was made in anger. Okay, the world that we have a perception of is made in fear and anger and guilt. Okay, that's why there's a sense that we die in it. Basically, the whole thing is uh, set up for death. You know, the, all, everyone, everyone's, uh, everyone's dream of a separate self ends in death, right? Apparently. Um, that's not how it's always going to be. Uh, one of these dreams is going to end in dissolution instead of death. One of them is just going to end in dissolution, okay, at some point. But the way this is set up, it's made, I'm saying it's made in anger, it's made in fear, it's made on guilt, um, obviously, Everything in it is going to be extinguished by the ego. That's the game. That everything in it gets extinguished, but none of it's real. None of it's uh, uh, none of it's actually getting ex- extinguished. The ego, uh, the ego is maintained by our upset feelings. So we get the sense that something has been ex- extinguished. Say it's your mom's body, for instance. Okay, we get the pers- we get the sense that oh my gosh, my mom was just extinguished, right? Uh, that is the opportunity right there. That is the opportunity to see through. A lot of people aren't going to use that particular one unless they've advanced quite a bit. Um, or they, you know, they're using it like a year later after the shock wore off or whatever. Um, but to use that one uh, as an example, oh shoot, my, you know, my mom's body just died and now I'm feeling really upset about that. You're not upset about that. You projected, uh, you projected as if you had a body and your mom had a body and you projected it as if that body died to make it seem as if the cause of your feeling upset is coming from the world. It's not. You don't actually give a shit about that body that seems to be your mom's body because you're dreaming. That's not your mom. These are not, this is not your, what you had getting a perception of these bodies. These are not what you made them mean to you. This is not your son. This is not your spouse. This is not, this is an image that you made. It's here for a time, as long as you need it, to teach and learn, and then it's going to disappear. You can prepare for that now if you want. Uh, I mean, that's that's the way it is for me. If I get a sense, like, just getting a sense that, um, like, uh, my husband may be wanting to be with a different woman. Now I don't have my husband anymore. Now he's with a different woman. You know, something like that happened, maybe came up like 20 years ago or something like that. And I go, and I go oh, shoot, I don't want to live with that. That shit. I don't want to live with that. What if he gets with another woman? Let me get the experience of him with another woman right now and be completely freaking okay with that, right? And and then and then it and then it it comes out in a dream where I'm in a nighttime dream. Uh, it's all dream, but nighttime dream where I come in and he's with another woman in the dream. And in the dream, I'm like, oh, thank goodness, I was ready to move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. whoo, oh, That showed me that that one was over. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to stay in that any longer than I needed to.
1: and suddenly I don't have
0: any arms or legs. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, thank God. Oh well, last night, uh, or maybe it was this morning, uh, there was there was one of those those sleeping dreams, and uh, and it was so funny because in the dream. Um, I had this baby. I don't know where I got the baby. I'm not sure where it came from, but I had this baby and I was in a hotel and um, I guess I just wanted to get rid of the baby. So I, so I walked into this hotel room and I just left the baby on the bed and then I left and then, uh, and, and then like, uh, uh, like the next day in my dream and the next day I'm like, shit, I just left a baby in there without anyone to take care of it or anything. And so then I go back and I'm looking for the baby and then the baby's gone and then I'm like, oh, shit, who has the baby? And I'm like, and then I wake up and I, I don't even remember the dream, like when I first wake up. But then I see my, uh, a picture of my niece my niece's baby and it comes right back up. And I'm like, wow, that's how, that's how we just program these things and as if you've done something wrong all the time. Nighttime dreaming, oh, oh my God, I left that baby there. Right? And I didn't realize I, I didn't realize I was having a dream. Otherwise, I would have been laughing in it. And the thing is, the nighttime dreams are the ones I don't really realize I'm in a dream that much. Yeah, but the, yeah. but these yeah. one that this one, I do. <laughs> no, yeah. I notice I'm in a dream a lot more often. Isn't that funny? that the, like the night. Yeah. yeah, people are over there like practicing like how to be how, how to be lucid in your nighttime dreams, right? And it's like, but it, but it's like, whatever whatever we get is exactly what we need. It teaches us exactly what we need to see. It shows us exactly what we need to see. It exactly need to see. It's like this sense, and, and what I saw here is this sense of remorse, this sense of you did something wrong. That's just the ego following you mm-hmm. through lifetimes yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the dreaming. You never stop dreaming, <laughs> even at night. Like the, evil, the ego is just like following through and lifetimes. you did something
1: wrong thousands of lifetimes ago. Yep. You've been doing shit wrong for so long that you have to continue forever. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, make you, up have for
0: to, it. yeah. <laughs> you have to try to do it right forever. Forever. No, well, it's kind of like that because you know you have you have to make a choice for truth over and over mm-hmm. again to see through what you made. So it's kind of like you have to do the right thing, but not the way you really think. You know, you just have to make the choice for truth. And see through it and unravel this over and over again. And, you know, you, you might you might think to yourself, this is hard work. But it's actually really easy. And once you get the knack to the knack for it, it's joyful. What makes it hard is you think that you have to follow what it is you think you know already. See? Because it's always a release in the moment of what you think you know. Oh, it's like someone will go... Hope, it seems like you're taking that seriously. Oh, thanks for letting me know. I don't even care about it anymore.
2: I'm curious what you think uh, Christ meant when he would speak of. I'm not sure that he said this, but Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) eternal life.
0: Well, that's creation. That's what creation is. So you are created for eternal life. You say you're created for eternal life. Eternal life is created for you. You're created for eternal life like that. No, there's no, there's never been an incarnation. That's a dream. No, not to, not to incarnate. See, that's the thing. We get a sense that life is incarnation. No, life is not incarnation. It's not like that. It's creation. Where we are, we are created to create like God. You can say like the Creator. That's another way of saying. It. I know people have a, a thing with the God word. Um, it doesn't. It you know, it's so beyond the word. It just doesn't mean shit. Actually. Okay, Uh, so like whatever the creator created us to create like the creator, we cannot create unlike the creator. These bodies are unlike the creator, okay? because they're vulnerable, right? They're totally unlike the creator. And because they're unlike the creator, they are not real. They're not even possible. They have to be a dream because they can't be created. They're not created. They're make believe. That's a difference. It's a big difference when you create. And you do create, you're creating right now. You are it's not perceiving that you're creating. You're not perceiving your creation because you're holding something against it and perceiving images instead, okay? Because that's what you wanted to perceive. But really, you're creating right now and your creations are eternal, okay? And it's all like, it's, it's like light. That's a way that you can, uh, you, you know, you can kind of uh, wrap your mind around it. It's like, everything is like light, You know, you don't have a body that's separate from other bodies. It's not like that. Your mind. The mind is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful mind. What we're perceiving is the effect of a projected mind, a mind that's been made out to be guilty and that being taken as true. And so that's where all the separation comes in. Okay? Does that answer? Or do you want elaboration on that? Um,
2: There's still... There's still something I'm curious about, and then maybe it's my own consistency. But that's
0: good. We're all resisting <laughs> it with you. Yes. <laughs> I see
1: that you have a body, so I don't understand
0: either. <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand anything that I see. Let's say that. I don't understand anything that I see. Okay, it's a complete nonsense everything that we think we see with these eyes. Okay. It's it's completely nonsense. We've been trained to pretend that we can see with these eyes, and then to dissect it and to separate things out even more. Understanding
1: is a, it's a, you have to judge to understand. If you just
2: observe, it's just it, it
0: just is. Yes, exactly. Yep. And you and you you know what you come to understand is that it's all a bunch of nonsense. Chaos. There's nothing there. Complete so chaos. so then you're just <laughs> open for love. What's that? Certainly
1: nothing to take personally.
0: That's right. But when you get the perception that you're taking something personally, that's where the opportunity is. It's not for judging you. Yeah, like, yeah. I shouldn't be taking this personally right now. <laughs> you go, oh, th- I'm taking this personally. This is good. I'm glad. Oh, thank goodness I'm aware that I'm taking this personally so I can go through this with awareness. Yeah. So I, th- I can observe... Yeah what it, what the sense is when I'm taking something personally. And also you have more compassion for anyone who's taking anything personally and don't have to resist their expression because they happen to be taking something personal. Can you, can you thank someone when they're taking something that you did personal and they're telling you that now you ruined everything? Okay. Can you show them that they're blessing you? See, what we're taught is to say, look, brother, look how you've hurt me. Look, brother, look how you've attacked me. Look, brother, look how you've, uh, you've attacked them. Look how you've ruined this. So, you know, the, the healing way of interacting and expressing to our brothers and sisters is, look, brother, look, sister, look how you've helped me. No matter what. Look how you've helped me. How can you say I don't? You don't deserve. You don't owe me an explanation. And I said, Well, I owe you gratitude, and I appreciate you. Thank you. It doesn't have to be a fight ever. You never have to be in a fight. One of my friends said, uh, "Hope I saw what they were saying about you. I'm so sorry." And I go, oh no, I love that. That's my favorite, actually. And my friend's like, oh yeah, I forgot. Because <laughs> you know, we get, we get a perception like how it would be for us. i like, no, it's not like that. I love that, I love that. I, I love that that's going on. I think it's sweet. <laughs> I think it's really sweet. Uh, you know, it's a, like the, the expression like um, uh, you think you don't like someone. I know that. I know that way. I know that feeling. I think you think you don't like someone. You think someone's a threat. That's what you know. That's what comes up for me. People think I'm a threat. The things that I say, uh, and you know, that's that's how it goes. The things that I say can easily be taken as an attack. If you're identified as an ego, it's easily going to be taken as, a ta- as attack. I'm saying th- certain things are meaningless that are sacred to people. That's just a you know. Part of it. And I'm glad to receive that because it's like that I'm projecting it for one thing. Okay. I'm projecting someone being angry about something that I'm saying. That's giving me an opportunity to demonstrate to my mind that that too is meaningless. The truth is still the truth. That's all. And only love is possible. And there's only love here. I'm not, I'm, I might be getting a perception that it's something else, but I got to be wrong. I have to be misperceiving. This person is loving me. This person is showing me something. This person is giving me a gift right now, no matter what it looks like on the surface. And, you know, people say, well, what if they're doing something uh, uh, harmful to you, like hurting your body or something like that? And I said, it's the same. I don't know how I'm going to be able to see it in the moment. I don't know. I don't worry about that. I don't like, uh, you know, try to try to go, let's see if I can maintain this in the moment if someone's like pummeling me or something like that. It's just kind of like uh, in, in the moment, if a moment is necessary like that, it will present itself and no amount of trying to think about it and trying to make it awesome is going to help. You know, it's just, it's basically like, You just take the teaching for yourself in every moment. You know, the ego will also pop up and go, well, try to tell that to someone who's been raped. And I was like, that's not what it's for. That's not really what it's for. There is no one who's been raped. That's another ego game. Try to tell that to someone who thinks they've been raped. And it's like, I'm not going to try telling anyone anything. If someone needs to hear that, it's just going to come out. That's the normal way, normal, quote, normal way of being is like you're always listening to the ego. I don't do it like that. That's where you're always listening to what you should and should not be doing. Well, what about this scenario? Then what? (laughs) Like it's always the same. The truth is always true no matter what. No matter what seems to be presented, the truth is always what's true. And so if we can demonstrate or we're willing to demonstrate that it's only love and there's not anything else, we're going to be shown how to just naturally. Okay. This life that you get a perception of where there's a body, it's it's never going to be eternal. Okay. It's either going to get to, to have a dying experience, go through a dying experience. No one really dies or it's going to get dissolved. These, are, these bodies are not eternal, okay? Because they're, they're make-believe. You, you know, it, the, the eternal body is one body, and we're always in communion with one another. Another way to say that is communication. In this perceived world, we're doing a lot of other things besides communicating in a dream. None of that stuff is meaningful. It's all completely meaningless. Karma, all that stuff. Because it's dream. So in any moment, we can take whatever it is that's presenting itself as if it's making the dream into a reality and deny reality to the dream. And that's immediately a sigh of relief and a recognition that everything is all right. That's what's healing. That's what's going to undo it. And, you know, at some point, and it may be very soon maybe very soon, as far as lifetimes are concerned, because you guys, at this point where you're sitting in wisdom dialogues right now, you have played the lifetime out, the same lifetime, millions of times. And you're getting tired of it. And that's why you're listening now. That's why you're going, okay. Yeah, and that's why I'm speaking now too. Yes?
2: When you say same lifetime, you mean like this, uh, oh, Shit. Like, like a different flavor
1: of this or...
0: Literally, literally. it's like, it's yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like this, like from, from the time, from the time of birth to the time of death, there's all these different timelines that it could be. Okay. You play the shit out of those. It's millions. It's millions. Okay. And, and, and here's the thing. They've all, they were already played out the instant you thought you were separate. It was like God went in there and played them all out and, um, and, and laid down a judgment because in a world of separation, you need judgment, right? So it's like God went there and played every single one out and laid down the judgment. My son is innocent. That's it. That's the judgment. Okay. Now we don't realize that we've been redeemed. So we're sitting here trying to redeem ourselves in a world where there's no redemption, right? There's no redemption. So now it's just a matter of undoing the, uh, the, the gripping that's holding this world in place and in front of our sight of reality. Okay. So that's all, uh, that's all the whole life is for. And if we're using the life for only that, we're going to find ourselves very energized and joyful and happy and healthy. And if we're not using it like that, then we're depressed, upset, sick, in conflict, stuff like that. So that's how it goes. It's just like, what are you using it for? The more you try to manifest, the more you're going into hellish, uh, a hellish kind of, uh, kind of expressions. And here's the tricky thing about it. You see some people like someone mentioned Tony Robbins the other day. I don't know too much about this dude, but from what I understand, he's like super, super rich. He's got all the things of the world, right? He got all the worldly things like that. Everyone worldly thinks they want. Right. Um, and, and he's got, uh, he's got, he's got these formulas for getting what you want in the world like that. So this is how it can be really tricky, and this could be called a false prophet. It's like as if your salvation is in getting this life the way you want it. Guess what? This life ends in death, though. So what use? What value? What value is it to get what you want in what you think you want in a world that's leaving, and you're going to do it over and over again, and it's fraught with all kinds of suffering? Why? What is the purpose of that, see? Uh, so most people are, 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 are seeming to be tricked by that thing. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of like the hook, the world hook. It's, but it's like we want to try to push death off in our mind and not recognize right now, hey, this thing is passing. What value is it for me to accumulate a million dollars and get an, a mansion on this thing? It's like building your castle in some sand. It's a sand castle. The waves come the next morning and just like go like that. What's the use? And people tell me, well, that, that sounds like it's really fun. Well, if it is really fun and it's also and it's also exactly what you need, it'll just manifest for you. That's why it's like I could just look at things that are fun. Like, you know, the sense like the SBA is going, hey, we'll loan you a million dollars. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm like, oh, cool. And then my husband says no, and I'm like, good. Like, either way, either way uh, you know, uh, it's like it, it's like it, it's like there's all these always going to be these little hooks to try to get you to get confused. But if you're aware of what's going on and you just know that it's all working out for you. And so and so you just play with anything that seems fun. Like, hey, hey, hope you want to go uh, to Bermuda or something. I don't know. That just popped up. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds fun. That's it. The rest takes care of itself because it's the fun. It's the fun. It's the willingness toward joy, not minding what the manifestation looks like. It's a willingness towards towards joy that brings on more of the same and awakens your mind at the same time. So I talked like a mofo. I know. I went over like 15 well, minutes. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh. Worth the 15 minutes. <laughs> how do you know we're doing this over
1: and over and over again same us see
0: it just came to me that it's that that's what it is and i and i felt it and i go oh my goodness it, it, that's why um that's why it's like this like when i saw my husband oh my goodness uh like from my ego's perspective that was not a guy i wanted to date he was a cocky fucker he was also older he was also balding And, and, you know, he had hair on his body and I was like 21 years old. I don't like hair in the body. I was just like, no, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Get out of here. But then there was like a hit and a recognition, like, I know this guy. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all of a sudden I couldn't even help it. I said, yes, I'll date you. And I was like, what am I even doing? (laughs) You know? And then I find myself on this date, and then we're, like, boning up the first night, too. And I'm like, what are we even know? <laughs> okay, well, let's forget about that. Let's forget we even had that date. And then the next thing I know, he's, like, calling me up, and I'm like, well, I've got nothing, nothing else going on. All right, uh, there I am on another date with him, you know. And it just keeps on going like that. And it's like, now I'm like, dang, it seems like he, like, knew or something, you know. Like, this was, like, a thing that it's, like, we... We knew we've done it over and over again. The kids, everything, it just, came, come, it just came to me. Oh, my gosh, it's the same thing. But the thing is, where there's one of us, so it's not personal at all. It's not personal at all. There's only one of us. It's the same lifetime being played over and over again. So it's like the, the observing of it, it's, it's what is undoing it. And it's like at this point in time, it's not very many more times. It could even be this lifetime. But even if it's five more lifetimes, that's not far. That's not long. Even if it's like five, 10, even 15, because it's been so many. And as you're looking at things this way, you're enjoying it more and more. You know the whole the whole experience of dreaming becomes more and more fun because it's more and more awakening. There's more there's more connection, and it's just amazing seeing how these ego grippings come up and try to grab you, and you can just kind of like slip past. You can just slip right (laughs) past them. It's so fun. It's it's fun pretending to be. It's pretending like you're in a body when that's going on, right? Yeah. All right. Anything else?
1: Maybe not for the tape, but I, I do have a great story that to happened today.
0: Yeah? Okay. With well, with a cop. All right. Well, um, we will end the recording since it's like two hours. Yeah. And um, see where it goes from there. Bye. I love you, everyone. Yay.
2: Yay. Yay.
0: HopeJohnson.org for all my stuff. Yay. <laughs>